We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's kick off the pro football season. Ford pumps again to the sideline. Bat it off. Oh, God! Stokely down the sideline! Can they catch him? Stokely! Wow! This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. lays it up for Freeman, and it's incomplete. Or did he make the catch at the 15? What are they going to rule that he caught it? Danny and Dusty on 1080. Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs. With a touchdown! The fan. Good afternoon! Happy Thursday! <laughs> I have uh, some sporting that I need to talk about before we get into... Right out of the gate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's even before we remember the Queen. Um, RIP to the Queen. Jeff Russ said something in my... In his update, that stuck out to me because uh, I did listen, Rust. I what? Listened. Yeah. yeah right? That's a first. Maxi Kleber. Three years, $11 million yeah. a year. Uh, so $33 million. $11 million for Maxi Kleber. Now, that is something that if we rewind like five years ago, that's a laughable contract. And... I think we need to start conditioning ourselves right now to get ready for when the salary cap really blows up. Uh-huh. Some guys that are not good at all that are going to be getting paid a lot of money. Here's the thing. <laughs> what Maxi just got was a three-year MLE. <laughs> $11 million a year. I believe the MLE was 10.57. Going off, going off memory, this, I, I believe that's what it was this year because I know it was over 10. I believe it was under 11. Uh, oh, the discussion man. is like when you talk about guys like Yusuf Nurkic mm-hmm. getting 18 million, like yeah. you're not that far off the MLE when the new deal hits, like in the back years, like everybody's worried about those years. Yeah. That's where the money's like, meh, percentage you get ever, not just in the NBA across sports in general, yeah. you have no longer look at the dollar figure, look at a percent of cap. That is how you evaluate contracts nowadays. Percentage of cap and guaranteed money. Yep. Uh, in well, football. the NBA is all guaranteed. In football is guaranteed money. And then with your quarterback, how much of the cap in football? Yeah. To be honest, the, the, the Maxi deal is a good deal for both sides. I mean, actually, it's not a good deal for Maxi because Maxi probably could have got more, but I, I've heard he likes it in Dallas. So 
All right, there you go. Um, so that made me that perked up my attention. That, uh, that it, it is would, nuts to see that kind of money. Just our, kind of like, no, it's nothing. Our brains need to be reconditioned because when you see guys that are going to be making twenty million dollars soon, you're going to go, wait, him? Huh? In five years, huh? the average starter in the NBA is probably going to be like twenty-four to twenty-five million. Right now, a good like average baseline starter in the NBA is eighteen million. So, kids, if you're out there listening, um, professional sports is good money. Grow up. And uh, get to like seven feet tall or six eight, and with a jumper, and you too can make a lot of money. Yeah, go win that genetic lottery. <laughs> that's that's right. Harder to win genetic lottery, real lottery. I mean, which ones? Like, I know real lottery could be better, but your real lottery might be like a ten thousand dollar lottery. I feel like, I feel like it like genetic lottery. As a guy but, with no legs right now, basically, I think I'm talking millions. Yeah. We're talking millions. No, 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 no. It's not a which one would you rather have. It's which one is more feasible. Is well, at least the real lottery, you got a couple of shots a week at it. You know that genetic lottery, you got you got one go. Well, unless you're Antonio Cromartie. Yeah, I mean, we're talking from the parenting side of this. Yeah. Look at John Brown. I got you, right, Mister University. He has two NFL receivers now because he started them on protein shakes when they were seven. <laughs> Can we rewind that and can we can we just say like John Brown? He knew the father of Equiminius and Amon Ra wow. Saint Brown. Uh, that man started his kids on on like protein shakes and. Have you seen the video of them? Like they, they like did like a, a summer workout video with them. I saw the Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah where just, he's like swallow your spit. Yeah, he, he, like. <laughs> You hear that? You don't hear nothing because they don't talk. They just work the whole time. And I was like, oh, my God, this uh, is something. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah, but the genetic lottery, I mean, if you think well, your chances I, I, I'm going I'm to change it on you. Would, okay. which, 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 which would you rather win? The real lottery. Would you? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if I had the... It's 12.06, my wife might be in the car right now. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot less real... work involved in winning the real lottery, you know? <laughs> I have to go to the gym, <laughs> eat whatever I want. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm genetic, hundred percent. Right. I'm like yeah. I, I'll I'll worry about the, the other stuff that comes along with that. It's my legs are falling off basically, so I'm <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go that way. All right. Um, hey, speaking experience. of good genes uh, and winning the genetic lottery, the queen, the queen's dead at ninety six. <laughs> uh, ninety six years old. Pretty lucky to be born into the royal family. Listen, I'm just going to say, uh, yeah, number one, that's genetic lottery. Number mm-hmm. two, uh, to steal from the, the Saint Ian Carmel, cut down on her prime. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, 96 is a great run. That's Those deep. are great genes. Right I, listen, I, I tell people all the time, listen, I make it past 65, everything else is a bonus at this point. So. That's right. Um, that's, 30, that's 31 bonus years. You want some facts? You want some, you want some, want some hot queen facts? That she's been uh, queen twice as long as we, we've been alive, basically. Oh yeah, we got that. She is the longest heir, or she ran the monarchy for the longest of any Brit ever. Longest so the tenure, longest tenure British of monarchy. the longest tenure of the British monarchy ever. Seventy years, seven months. That's crazy. It's so the, she, she took over when she was queen at thirty six. Or no, 26. 26, yeah. I learned that from watching The Crown. You ever okay. watch The Crown? You know, it's on the list, but I never like get to the list. Mm. Um, it is the second longest reign of power in any monarchy ever. 
How well do you know your monarchies? Who is number one? No idea. Uh, FDR. Close. Not a monarchy. Um, <laughs> Damn. The American history is really paying off in our school system. <laughs> yes. We're Love going it. Louis the Fourteenth. Really? Yeah. In France, uh, he ran. He his reign went from May of sixteen forty three to September of seventeen fifteen. 72 years and 110 days. Well, that's a good mark back then, man, because people yeah. did not live terribly long. No, not like that. I thought, wasn't Louis betrayed? Uh, they, well, there were 14 of them, so... Yeah, it, I thought... It could be one or at the least others. one of Well, it must have been, been the 12th that was killed. Yeah. Um, we've got the third longest, and good for the queen here. She, she passed Rama the Ninth of Thailand just this past year. Uh, oh. The third longest was seventy years and one hundred and twenty-six days. So, it, just listen. She—that's why she was living right yeah. there. She wanted that record. She beat it by what is it? Eighty-eight days. She went past him. She held out. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a good run. This is a really good run that she had. Seventy years doing anything. She tried to Michael Phelps it, but she couldn't quite get there. Um, I'm gonna go to our, our civics insider over there, uh, Jeffrey Rust. Um, you are monarchy insider or British monarchy insider <laughs> Clearly. as well. Um, well, you don't know FDR, but you do know <laughs> a lot about the monarchy. Uh, who is in charge now? Uh, is this well, like the Pope? Do they have the smoke? Well, now I remember seeing earlier that like b- between when so when the Queen took over, mm-hmm. between when her father died and when she was uh, crowned, mm-hmm. was was like almost a year difference oh. or a little over a year. A lot of people. So, yeah, I guess a lot of paperwork, yeah. Lots of planning for that big party. Um, but yeah, so I guess it's it's Charles, and he'll be known as King Charles III because there was some discussion about whether he would be the third or the seventh because of, you know, monarch stuff. Wait, there's a big gap between the third <laughs> yeah, and seventh. Yeah, what happened to four, uh, five, what's going? Six. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think different... Did they get canceled? Different lineages Ooh, of various Charleses, perhaps, is, is my guess. Okay. But, yeah. All right. So you really don't know that much. No, I don't. I told you this before the show, man. Well, um, <laughs> you're our insider, so you better f- start figuring it out, my what, dude. What I know I learned on Twitter this morning, so, you know, that can't fail. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the queen, gone at 96 years old. She died today. Uh, I find it very, I find it very odd how the world collectively reacts to the monarchy and like the royal family and it's when they die just, and when they get married yeah it, it's uh, a really big deal and when they have like the first baby but like numbers two three and four it's like yeah whatever we had a big succession party the first babies. one yeah it's like it's real life succession it it's crazy to think about how like even over here i don't know if, if people are familiar we had a war <laughs> for the Yay. independence of this country uh, that, that, that did happen <laughs> and they like people are like you know what Yes, and they we we all go goo goo over the royal family, and meanwhile, even over in uh, Britain, they're they're sitting the Great Brits. They're all going, yeah. Oh, they, they don't really do much over here. No, and they they're really they just, don't have much power. They, they don't really have much power, and they basically just siphon money. They just have a cool house. I, I see I, again I, back to genetics. They see, won the genetic lottery. I always thought that after her, they were gonna go. I, I thought I had heard that they were gonna get away from uh, naming a. a crown prince or, or crown king or crown queen but I, I guess 
they are going to keep it going. Oh, we don't know this. We have no idea. I know. I can already see a spirit Halloween banner hung over the front of the castle. Oh. (laughs) That was was one of the things I saw on Twitter, too. (laughs) Are you telling me that wasn't real? Gone the way of Albertsons. Damn. You know what is so spot on about that, though, is that a business will shut down in the next day. Coming soon, spirit Halloween. I mean, they are good. Like, they're just sitting there waiting in the wings, dude. man. I'll tell you what. They know those strip malls oh, need dude. to rent that space, dude, even me, if it's for a couple of months. Listen, tell me Buckingham Palace wouldn't be a rat haunted house. <laughs> I bet it, they got some ghosts in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some demons in there. What are you well, talking they about? they definitely got some skeletons yeah. somewhere around there. Good but, Lord. yeah, that is. Oh, all right. Well, um, that's the royal family for you. That's enough. Yeah. I love how we talked about my stinky food yesterday, and yeah. you're sitting here with a whole pepperoni pizza in a room that's like... Nobody thinks feet. pizza stinks. Ooh, that's my, my sandwich point. didn't stink. It, 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 was, no, it was just effervescent. Danny. Danny. Wow. Danny. Wow. It, 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 no. Wow. You had a Cubano sandwich, my man. It was. It was very, it was very Cuban. I'll put mine in the fart box uh, here in a minute. I don't, don't care. I've, okay. I've we'll, we'll, throw, we'll throw it right I've there. Got, I've the got a quesadilla box. coming. Let's go. All right, uh, let's get this uh, show on the road okay. Um, We've got a ton that we've got to get to today because guess what? The NFL season, it starts today. Quite the news dump on on, uh, opening day for the NFL, too, and the defending Super Bowl champs. (laughs) Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. You know, the fan text line is one of my favorite places on the internet because we got people upset about the British monarchy. We have the texts like these coming in. I, I don't have to care about the Brits anymore. Beat them twice, saved them twice, dumped a bunch of tea in the bay to not have to care about those old white folk with no power anymore. 
Yes! That's an America text there, everyone. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, all right. It is, we're here. Football. NFL football is back. This is the official start of football season. We, we hear football. Football. Uh-huh. We hear booga, football. Booga football. Here, back, now. Uh, like, look, this is the official, like, fall is here. I find it uh, very comforting that this morning was, like, the first morning that I woke up and walked outside, and there was that crispness in the air. Like, it felt like fall, and it just, the Did very first time. like that, an autumn wind? No, no wind. It was, I know what you're doing there, and you're going to try to call the Raiders America's team again, and I'm not going to have it anymore, Meringue. But <laughs> no, 18 weeks. <laughs> it felt like it was fall, and, oh, weird. It's the very first day of the NFL season, and fall, it felt like a fall day. When is the official first day of fall? Is I'm going to go day? ahead and say September 21st. That's, That's our wedding wrong. anniversary. It's my sister's birthday. I know that's not right. It's also Bill Murray's birthday. It's September 22nd. <laughs> oh, Pretty good guess. Damn. Um, it felt right. It felt like that was the right time. Okay. But today it felt like fall, and officially football's back. We got the Buffalo Bills heading to L.A. to take on the defending Super Bowl champs in the Rams at 5.30 on NBC. And I'm pumped for this game, one. I can't wait to have what is the defending Super Bowl champ and what a lot of people believe will be the last team standing. If you look at... Most of the prognosticators, they say Buffalo, you know, everybody's going Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Uh, tease, this is professional radio. Ooh. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we're all going to make our picks. You get yours in on the fan text line, 503-250-1080. Division winners. Go. <laughs> Division winners. There's no way you believe that, Russ. <laughs> uh, Division winners, <laughs> wild cards, Super Bowl uh, and conference championship weekend as well. Uh, so get those in for the top of the hour. But Buffalo, everybody's jocking Buffalo, so you know that's definitely not going to happen, right? Can we all agree on that? I mean, are we already giving away our picks? Well, no. I'm just going to say, <laughs> when everybody picks a team, there's it no never, way that team's going to It never goes right. It's never going to go right. But, I mean, that division is it's not great. Well, it's not the division. It's the, the path to the... Super Bowl is just so hard. Certainly. Um, but in this, with this game being the, the kickoff, the NFL gives you that first little taste of, all right, we know what you guys want, the defending champs against presumptive chew, chew on this. Favorites. The, the matchup that you wanted, that people thought was coming, that until 10 seconds to go was going to happen. I still think, though, and we'll, we can talk about this game a little bit later as well, but the Rams got better, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I think when you add guys like uh, Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson, you're you're doing good. And I know and you basically keep everybody sans. Yeah. Uh, well, Robert Woods is gone. OBJ is gone. Sebastian Joseph Day went across the street Von to Miller. the Chargers. Von Miller is going to be on the other side yeah. of the ball to, tonight for the uh, Buffalo Bills. But here's where you get Bobby Wagner in the middle of that defense, right? You still have... Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, Greg Gaines has was very serviceable yes. behind Sebastian Joseph Day. But offensively, you lose Robert Woods, and I don't want to downplay his significance. But what I'm what I think people are losing sight of is how, good how damn Allen good Allen Robinson is, yeah. and he's been stuck in Chicago, where they've got nothing. We got went from Jacksonville to Chicago, like. We forget how good this guy is and the numbers that he was able to put up before he got sick of Matt Nagy and that what was going on in Chicago just as much as everybody else did. Yeah, and 
the real question for him is, can he stay healthy? Yeah. That's, that's, that's always been kind of the question around him because when he's healthy, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of health, what a weird news dump on the day that the season starts for you. The Rams are finally <laughs> letting everybody know. But, oh, by the way, Matthew Stafford, he had elbow surgery this offseason. Yeah, remember when Jordan Rodriguez was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, they're acting like things are okay, uh, but we're really not sure. I think we're okay with things right now. And then it turned out it was like, oh, no, Matthew Stafford can't feel his fingertips. And it was like, oh, so Matthew Stafford's arm is actually falling off. No, it it, it wasn't. It was that it was just a little bit ago. They put it back on, and now it's fine. And this is the thing that it always is mind-boggling to me is, you know, why not just get that out of the way in the off season when when it all happens, right? Because apparently, and this is going to lead to the we can bring it up over and over again. Did you know Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford grew up together? Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? Wait, we have what? another. Yeah, we have another element of that. You ready for this one? Oh, they had the same surgery and they rehabbed together. Da da da. And so, like, do you think Kevin Love and Clay Thompson get together? Like, like Clayton I would probably, I would, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. I assume there's probably a lot more like weed in that friendship. I mean, it's pretty cool, I guess. I think there probably is in both friendships. Yeah, I don't. Know. Let's take a look at Matt Stafford. Yeah, he kind of does have those. Stories. <laughs> hey, he's got that vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite picture of Matthew Stafford ever is when the people right before the draft they were like, "You can't draft this guy." And it was him on the infield of a NASCAR event holding a keg over his head. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, you can." That's the quarterback I want to draft. Do you see the strength on display on display? You know, oh, heavy come on, is? I'm sure it was an empty keg. Uh, nobody, right. nobody lifts a full keg over their head. I mean... This comes from somebody who wrestled kings around for 12 years. <clears throat> Matthew Stafford's a big old Texan. Hold on. Are you also in this... A keg thrower? In, in this same conversation, Rust, are you saying that physically you are equal to Matthew Stafford? Because just because you couldn't do it doesn't mean a professional <laughs> athlete could. Do you know how heavy a full keg is? Yeah, I do. They're very heavy. You and I have... 20 pounds? I'm not saying NFL players out. couldn't do it. I'm saying I will wager that Matthew Stafford can. Well, actually, <laughs> I, would, I would wager that Matthew Stafford did, and that's why his, his arm is hurt. He, just, he, was, he was putting too many full kegs above his bed when, as a young man. And finally, it gave out. Uh, but this all kind of leads to remember that they shut him down for a while, during for a long time. For a long time, yeah. It's like oh, everything's fine. No, no, no. It's okay. It's just normal. Well, yeah. And then there was that one quote from Sean McVay. Like everything was like we're going to downplay it, downplay it, downplay it. You're like, uh, and then he good. said it's not. He's like it's kind of an abnormal thing. It's like wait, what? And everybody kind of perked up, and then they just stopped talking about it again. Yeah, it just well, went away. They're just saving his arm because. Apparently, he was injured last year playing, and they won a Super Bowl. And so he gets a procedure. He says he feels great now, but they were just kind of – they didn't want to aggravate anything. He just couldn't feel his fingers. It's fine. Yeah. So, But, I mean, if you're the Rams, you're sitting there and you're going, well, if you won us a Super Bowl with this last year, like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's roll with it again. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen here? You don't win the Super Bowl. You already got your ring, man. Go and let it loose. And I, I think it's just a weird news dump that you get the day that the season begins and everybody's supposed to be not concerned about Matthew Stafford anymore. No. Uh, quick little nugget here. Uh, the UW-Portland State game is now going to be on the Pac-12 network. What? Yeah, just just, just updated. Uh, it's not added to the guide yet. Wait, but what? Yeah. Where did that come from? Oh, it just popped up real quick. On I was like, oh. what? On Twitter. <laughs> you just <laughs> yeah, Sorry. <laughs> 
All right. If, if you want to watch Washington and Portland State. There you go. Just was windows. it not going to be on TV? No, it wasn't. Oh. Yeah, there you go. So, Pac-12 yeah. Network. There you go. <laughs> it, was, it was a surprise. Sorry. Caught me off guard. What was surprising is that you mentioned it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, ah. All right. Well, we get, we get Thursday night football. <laughs> we get Thursday night football tonight. Yeah, right to the side of the mountain. Wait, now it's the Huskies and Vikings tonight? No, 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 no. no. Again, that's Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Uh, Tonight, Rams, Bills. Do they give Von Miller his ring tonight? They should. They're doing the ring ceremony tonight, right? They bring him over. Yeah. It's kind of hard. It's not like the NBA. We're like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna see each other again. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of do it. Hey, one little last little nugget here. If you have a very late fantasy draft like you, Meringue. I had one yesterday. I'm doing another one again today. I almost I almost tried Dude, to book it during the show. Take Allen Robinson. I tried to get him. Take I did, him. I did not get him. Uh, so my um, my next, I don't want to say reach, but my next, like, this could really play out really well, was a homer pick, but also something I very much believe in. I went Drake London. Yeah, that is a homer pick. It is, but I also think he... Isn't he hurt? No, he's back. Okay. Well, he's back in practice. All right. But another you have no worries about the fact he just gets hurt. Well, no, but I mean, on field, Yates reported that uh, Christian McCaffrey was been added to the injury report already after practicing today. So, the NFL's back, baby. Christian McCaffrey's on the injured report. They need to trade him so he can just be healthy. Is that you think what it is? You think the Panthers just beat the hell out of him? Just go be healthy somewhere. No, I mean, I think he's just his body. He just takes such a beating, man. They do so much. When you you touch the ball, you got to actually play to take a beating. Oh wow! That's what I'm worried about, though. With uh, with Derrick Henry, is that we know that there is a threshold of carries Mm -hmm. where you start falling off, and he is right. He's he's literally at it it right now. So, and that that is terrifying to me because I love watching Derrick Henry. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Hundred percent. And I had the opportunity to take him last night. And I didn't pull the trigger because I, was, that. I I probably will, but and then week four you won't. Yeah, <laughs> like the first like five weeks you're gonna be like, oh my god, this guy's a monster. Then you're gonna see that carry. Not many guys are like, built like a brick s house like Derrick Henry though. No, he's a he's a freak among freaks, and you just but you think he can lift a full keg over his head? I would think he would be one of the likely ones. He'd be two. He could double it. Yeah, him and Saquon. Those guys are monsters. 140 pounds. I was pretty close. I said 120. Yeah. Do you think you could do it? I think my shoulder would dislocate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I could do it. Yeah, I don't think I've tried. I don't think I've tried to. I think my back would dislocate. I, I, did, uh, I did, what was it, uh, Z presses yesterday with, with 145. So, yeah, I could do it. Okay. Um, it would hurt like hell, but. Do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Full we'll keg of beer. Danny's going to lift it over his head. There's going to be a keg around here somewhere. I can go lift. All right. Uh, coming up next, a dose of honesty from Dan Lanning. First, Rust with Sports Center. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. The Oregon Ducks are uh, still licking their wounds after a 49-3 loss at the hands of the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, trying to find some answers on the defensive side of the football, especially. Uh, and uh, I thought it was refreshing to hear Dan Lanning talk with a big dose of honesty yesterday. 
after they got done with their with their practice. Uh, Humble he, pie, it, it, it's it's very easy to cook after that kind of a game. And look, Nick Saban has been doing it to his assistants, including Kirby Smart, when mm-hmm. he first got to Georgia for years in having those beatdowns, and then you lick your wounds. And Kirby Smart just returned the favor to, you know, his protege in Dan Lanning in impressive fashion by 46 points. But what I, I like kind of what I'm hearing from Dan Lanning because there's no sugarcoating in what's happening anymore mm-hmm. because you, if you're trying to sugarcoat what happened, then there's going to be bigger issues there. Yeah. Um, because I think the Ducks were feeling themselves heading into that game, and they learned a big lesson. And now when you hear the comments out of Lanning, who had a lot of energy and a lot of passion behind it when he was talking, but uh, yesterday after practice – it's not the most encouraging thing in the world if you're a Duck fan to hear, but it's refreshing that it's honesty that the coach is giving you. He said, had a third down red area of focus today in practice. It wasn't as sharp as I wanted. I think we have a higher expectation for ourselves and how we perform today. Clearly how we performed last week, or certainly how we performed last week. As I said before, our biggest opponent right now is Oregon. We got to perform better as our team before we start worrying about any other teams. We're not where we want to be yet, but we've done a lot of tackling. I think that's where it starts. We tackle. You practice that in practice with the purpose. Maybe some of the same things that you do before, but you do with the level of intensity that's required, and I still think we have room for growth there. We have to be, we have to be willing tacklers. You have to be calm and contact tough. Um, and that happens by practicing that in practice. And I love hearing that because mm-hmm. how many times you you hear coaches just duck away and shy away from from it and be like, you know, uh, we're going through the process. No, you have to be a willing tackler. You said it yesterday. You've been saying it. You said it on Monday. Business decisions were made. A lot of business decisions were made. And here's the thing. I, 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 I am with you. I, I like what Lanning is saying here. Part of me wonders, and this is the conspiracy theorist in me, is that maybe Cristobal sold a bill of goods that wasn't quite what it was. A little upselling on recruits and like uh, what you're, what you're saying is this is happens quite often. Maybe the recruiting site has a four star that gets bumped up to a five star and mm. that five star um, you, is kind of a four star. It's a solid three four goes star. Up to a four yeah. Star. yeah. The recruiting rankings look better because if, and, and if anybody's going to be a, a lot too, it, it does. Football. And if anybody's going to be a judge of that, I think a guy like Dan Lanning who saw what real dudes are mm-hmm. with Georgia and I think that this could go one of two ways. You get guys to buy in, and you get the effort out of them, and you get the like you understand like even if the talent isn't as good as some may have thought, you can still out execute. You can still out perform. You can still out coach. You can still out scheme. You won't do that to the best three teams in the country. That is right there. What you said though mm-hmm. is that that's what Landing went on to say is like the unwillingness isn't to tackle a guy. Mm-hmm. It's to do it the right way. Yep. It's execution, right? It's doing what you're taught, and then putting it in putting practice into play and that is i mean that is one of the hardest things to do in coaching is to get that that buy click yeah. that click especially when you have somebody who's supremely talented over you that you're playing against and that's the thing is it, i don't see this as like a dark cloud hanging over the program or anything like that Ooh, nice you like that just natural now um but i do look at it as i don't want to call it a fork in the road but it does kind of feel like that moment of does this class, does this year achieve? Or do they settle? 
And I know that's weird to say in week two, yeah. but the rest of their schedule is such that, you know, even if you settle, you're still going to win eight games. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. And look, he's not polishing a turd here in saying that, you know, hey, things are going to be great this week. Because you know what? In in all likelihood, they will, they will and they should be better yeah. against Eastern Washington, right? And a lot of coaches will be will know that is mm-hmm. coming down the line. And so you set this up for you, success. Yeah, you set yourself up for no. <laughs> don't do it because you can't ignore what it was in in the rearview mirror. You have to build off of. Those well, that's what I'm saying. But yeah? you're, you're, no, I know, you're yeah. setting that the, the, I, yourself I mean, up of success going forward. Yeah. yeah, we're agreeing in 100 percent here because that is an impossible thing to ignore when when you're looking at how Oregon performed on defense and to acknowledge that <laughs> it's still not cleaned up and still not to where we want to be. I think uh, I like hearing that, even though it's not a great thing to hear that what transpired in Atlanta was not an anomaly. It was not an aberration of just, oh my goodness, this is surprising to us. This is kind of, we talked about, Dirt and I were talking about this in the postgame show down in Atlanta. Like, you could read the tea leaves from how the they were talking about the scrimmages. We didn't look into it very far because when the offense was getting the best of the defense in situations, like, okay. Red, red flag there mm-hmm. because defense should always come before the offense, especially in fall camp, especially when you're supposed to have a vaunted defense. Yes. And then turnovers was the other thing. We're turning the ball over far too much in our scrimmages. Kenny Dillingham came on our show and we asked him about that. And he goes, listen, coming into that second scrimmage, one of the things that I love is we were taking really good care of the ball. Mm. And then that second scrimmage happened. It was like, oh, well, it's a scrimmage, you know, something like they didn't specify who it was, but no. Eh, but I think both those as, things rear their heads. As we're learning this roster with 21 new guys coming in, mm-hmm. which also is a sign that you're not completely stacked when you're bringing 21. Yes, 21, 21 transfers into the program when you're supposed to ah. be a program. Thank you. I'm still I'm not, not quite there. Uh, 21 guys when you're bringing them into the program and you are supposedly stacked. Uh, how many transfers did Georgia have? I have no. I, I, I believe it was one. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Look again. There's there there's different reasons for doing them. There's USC completely gutting their entire offensive scheme and going, we're just going to import all of Oklahoma mm-hmm. and do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oregon backfilling what may have been a talent deficit from what was being sold. A depth deficit, for sure. Certainly. And then there's programs across the country where we had, what, 44% of all quarterbacks were on the transfer. So, there's, there's, again, there's different ways of doing it. There's different. I think that positionally you're going to see a lot of of consistency in quarterbacks changing. But I don't think you're going to see, like, what we saw at Oregon and USC this year very often. You shouldn't. We're seeing, well, I, I could be wrong in the sense that perhaps maybe that becomes the norm. A coaching staff leaves and a coaching, a, that coach poaches five, six, seven, eight guys every time they go from a power five. Yeah. 503 250 That's a fan text line. Um, we got a handful of texts coming in, and we'll get to those as uh, the show goes on with your division picks, wild cards, Super Bowl as well. Uh, but this may be the most concerning part for uh, soccer fans in the world. Mm, hot soccer talk. <laughs> no, this is actually, it's, it's, it's actually real it's life news oh, yeah. because it has nothing to do with the game of soccer. Ah. Danny Dusty on the fan. One, two, three. Uh. My 
is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. All right, this must be the most concerning news um, in the world of soccer right now. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder if you were to pull, like, the average, like, English male or Brit male right now, what would be more concerning to them? The death of the queen or the fact that um, the country of Qatar or Qatar, how do you pronounce it? I say Qatar. Could, yep. Qatar is uh, announcing that sneaking alcohol into the country is strictly prohibited um, with a fine of up to 720 euro. Uh, I'll go to our monarchy insider, Jeff Rust. Do you that's, know the that exchange eight, rate? That should be about 800 bucks. Okay. 800 bucks. Sounds good to me. And up to six months in prison mm-hmm. if you bring alcohol into the country of uh, Qatar for the World Cup. Again, for the World Cup. They have, I guess, strict alcohol laws over there? Uh, yeah, so there's these things called haram, and they're forbidden uh, in Islam. So when we would deploy over there, one of the things that you had, number one, you can't bring alcohol on a deployment, don't get caught. Uh, which is why you always have your pilot smuggle it for you. Think smarter, not harder, kids. Uh, number two, pornography was the other one mm. that they would, uh, because it is Haram in, in Islam. Don't so you to get drunk and randy. No, exactly. So the, those two things were very much like they would search your stuff, kind of a deal. If you got caught with a spot search, you get hit with uh, Article 15. Or if you got caught by Qatari customs, then you were in even more trouble because then you get double jeopardy because double jeopardy does not exist in the military. Uh-oh. Yeah, so you get hit by both sides. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – they have progressed a little bit on that side, like of allowing, like, near beer. Um, and then, at, like, uh, the off-site, like, F1 races and stuff like that that are outside the cities, they have these tents, and basically the government just kind of turns a blind eye to it, and they have these, like, big tent parties. Well, that's exactly what they're doing for this. Yes. Is that they are going to be selling alcohol mm-hmm. because uh, the World Cup said, wait a minute. Budweiser's a huge sponsor of this. We cannot have no alcohol and Budweiser be plastered all over this World Cup. Um, And remember what happened in Russia? Like, okay, Mm. this is why I asked the question. Like, if you ask a Brit, what which is more impactful news today: the Queen's death or no this news? No booze at the World Cup. They drank Russia out of alcohol. During the 2018 World Cup. What you're saying, something. Moscow was running out of booze mm-hmm. because these soccer hooligans were coming from all over the world and drinking Russia dry. Yeah, you're going to get plowed. It's the World Cup. Like, and you're not, and again, Qatar is not cheap to go to. So uh, oh, they are, man. they are, go, what, they're going to drink them out of beer. They're, they're 100% going to because it's number one, it's not like uh, something that's very common everywhere. So the supply chains and supply channels aren't all built up for that. Man. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. What, this what, is what, gonna be, be a disaster. Angry soccer hooligans or back to South Africa and the Vuvuzelas? What what's gonna be worse? Oh, the, this. The oh, vu- this is gonna be bad. Like the Vuvuzelas this is, are bad. Yeah, this could start World War Three. We're gonna have a bunch of this like, is the kickoff people. point. Yeah, because you're gonna have like Archduke Ferdinand. Almost every single country <laughs> in the world is gonna be impacted by having civilians arrested 
for a drinking Budweiser. Yeah, that's <laughs> the the prisoner exchange system here is going to be interesting at bare minimum, right? Like this is maybe this is how the U.S. gets uh, Brittany Griner back. They just get a get a few important Russians uh, in Qatar and hold them on a black site. This is this is absolutely how this foresight was not there is beyond me because this isn't something that like no. if you go to Qatar or if you go to the Middle East in general, these are things that you know. But here's here's the thing is that there was no foresight. It was all about money. And who would give who would give FIFA the most money? We know, we know how, how corrupt, corrupt yeah. FIFA is and set bladder we we knew this. We knew that it was all literally corruption. thousands of people have died building. This and you stadium. know what? Exactly. This is like so far down on the totem pole of. But this things is a that money happened, issue. That's the but thing. But this is where you're talking about. They had slaves build the stadiums. Mm-hmm. They were hiring people with the promise that they were going to be able to naturalize citizens. From, no, they're going to bring them over from India. They were going to pay you a wage. You mm-hmm. can send your money back home, and then all of a sudden, these guys come over from India, get stuck in Qatar building these stadiums, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, by the way, we're not going to pay you, and you're not going to be able to send that money home." Mm-hmm. And they then they're stuck there, and that is the slavery. Yes. And then people were dying, and then back home in India, they were like, "Hey, man, where's you know, oh, we they never got here. We haven't heard from you know, Phil in a while. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? Oh, turns out a letter took." A few months to get there, uh, he died. He died. Yeah. What? Yeah. Happened and and Viva's like, yeah, well, uh, hey, Christmas. Guitar. Have, uh, World Cup and Christmas. So good luck with that. Yeah. The, the the thing about this all, you're you're right on all accounts, but we're talking about money here. Beer is money. Yeah. How they didn't factor in the beer issue, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because about because whether it's merchandise or whatever, any extemporaneous thing. Outside of the game, I'd be willing to venture beer was probably the thing that was going to make the most money. <laughs> yeah. So that, that it's not like accounted for doesn't make any sense. And what if this is just like opening the door and the guitar's like, you know what? We made a ton of dough off of this this beer thing. It turns out we're really good with these liquids that are dark, the the black stuff that comes out of the ground and the other stuff that they drink. Weird. Huh. All right. <clears throat> No booze. Don't bring the booze in. T- if you're going to the World Cup. Buy it there. Don't bring guitar. it. Yeah. That or get a good smuggler. Don't listen to Danny. Danny's just... giving. Danny does not speak for uh, myself <laughs> or Russ. That was a Danny Meringue special right there. Uh, you, Odyssey Company. I, I do not want to be part of that lawsuit. <laughs> when... crazy <laughs> Danny, Danny's brought up in this like international... <laughs> Smuggling ring. Smuggling ring. It's like, well, I was arrested because I, I was listening to Danny Morang on uh, Sports Radio 1080 The Fan in Portland, and he told me to find a good smuggler. Well, Jack Black with good advice. I said, you better not. You better you not. Better not. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if you're going to do it, get a good smuggler. Don't try to keister it. That's called butt chugging. Yeah. Do you remember that was a fad? Yeah, that, that was a thing. I'm glad I missed that yeah, fad. Yeah, no, I'm too old that for that went away one. quickly. Yeah. Well, people probably died. No, Bill, yeah, people did die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Turn, not a good turns idea. Turns out copious amounts of alcohol the wrong way, not yeah, but, helpful. But, okay, but all right, this is a whole other conversation of who was the one that was like, you know what we should do? <laughs> who came up with that? And then they're like, you know what? <laughs> that looks fun. I and mean, you know all, a line of people doing it. All it takes is one person doing it. You mean you do the keg stand, and then you're like, well, what if you took it instead of putting it in my mouth? Fuck her up, buttercup. No, yeah. no, no. They're like, man, Johnny can handle his booze really well, and he's hammered. <laughs> we should all try this. See? I mean, that's, 
That's how it happens. 503-250-1080. That is a fan text sign. Time to put our stamp on the NFL season. Lock down picks that surely will be correct. And nothing will go wrong with them. Danny and Dusty on the T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.